This is Fresh Matters, and I am Papa Kwesi Endong. From the very beginning of my professional career, I was taught a few lessons that I have found forever useful. These lessons have served me very well during my journey to entrepreneurship and in the middle of these several years of entrepreneurship experience, starting, owning, operating, working on a number of businesses. Now note that I said journey. I began the journey as a student and got a good education. I did part-time jobs and took my first job as, as an underwriter in 1975 with an insurance company. I left that company, went to another insurance company, went, worked for um, municipal government, and then joined a professional services firm and rose to the highest level in Deloitte and Touche as a partner before becoming an entrepreneur. So I want to share some of my journey, some of my experiences and the lessons that I have learned all of these years with you. And I want to emphasize once again that I was a student. Yes, I went to college. I studied to the highest level um, of, of university, um, eventually getting a, uh, a doctorate degree. But it wasn't the classroom work. It wasn't the theory that I found so useful. Don't get me wrong, sitting in a classroom um, is great. It gives you the discipline to, to research, to think through things, um, to be able to write, to be able to debate things and matters, even with yourself, in an intelligible way. And it was great. It took me a very long time, but at the very beginning, I was in a hurry. I needed to get a degree, my first degree, bachelor's degree. I needed to get it quickly so that I could, um, so I could go and, and, and earn a living because I had left um, my country of birth, Ghana, and moved to the United States as a student. Um, without any parent or anybody 
uh, able to um, uh, to pay my way. So I was alone, and I had to make a living. So I didn't have the luxury of you know studying for years and years and years and years. So I had to do double work, um, load up on 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 classes get the credits and get whatever it is that was needed so that I can get my degree and go to work. So I did that. But it is important that I still point out to everybody that one of the best, best lessons that I've learned had to do with my working, working, having to get up in the morning, go to work, be there on time, stay there, learn something, follow instructions, gain some discipline, um, and learn to do well, follow rules. So, um, yes, there are some people who don't benefit from going to work for someone rather the beginning of their careers uh, as entrepreneurs. And that's wonderful. But it didn't happen like that for me. And I believe that for many people, and even I would say for most people, working for someone else, gaining that experience of being on the job, getting that discipline is a wonderful beginning. Wonderful, wonderful beginning. It did it for me. So um, let me begin. And, and, and take you through the experiences. I'll do as, as many of them as I can today, and perhaps we'll continue uh, the lessons learned another time. The very first thing that I tell people from my own experience is that shortcuts don't last. It's my lesson number one. Shortcuts don't last. You know, it's easy to get, let's say you want to start a consulting firm or you're selling um, anything, computers, software, you're selling rice, whatever it is. You want to take a shortcut and maybe you get lucky and you land a big contract, you land a big assignment, you get some huge amount of money. Um, without having to work for it. Or you, you do something that gets you to where you want to be quickly. I want to say to you, once again, shortcuts don't last. And particularly in the developing world, and I'm talking specifically the area that I know, Africa. Africa. Anywhere in Africa. Um, there are people who think that whom you know, you know, many people just want to go and find a minister of state, find a CEO, find a relative, somebody they know who will get them to what they are looking for, mm -hmm. to land a contract to make a sale, 
to do something, to get them the funds, to get them the money they need um, to run their business or during the course of the business. There are other people too who believe that the only way to survive, the only way to operate is to give a bribe, is to go and offer to give a kickback to somebody so that they can win the sale, so that they can get the contract, so that they can get the assignment. I'm saying to you, um, that's a shortcut. You know, there are people who say, well, if I can just find a way to eliminate the competition some way, as uh, some people say, ways and means, to eliminate the competition instead of relying on professionalism, great service, product excellence. Um, they eventually find out that they are wrong, that that shortcut, it doesn't last. You can't go through life as an entrepreneur just bribing your way one deal after another, one deal after another. Someday, somewhere, sometime, someone will call you out. Someone will stop you. And you will find that it isn't so satisfying in any case. And that somebody will come with a superior service, better qualifications, better product. And because you've never had to, never had to refine your product, your service, your professionalism, and so on and so forth. You will sit there, and someday someone will come and pass by you, rise, and your business will not thrive. And I have seen a number of people in a number of countries in Africa that when a certain political party is in power, oh, their sales, you know, boom. Their businesses boom. They do very well. They get wonderful contracts. Maybe four years, maybe seven years. And then the party, the people that support them lose power and they become ordinary. They become ordinary. They lose their source of contracts. They lose their source of getting jobs and they become ordinary. Some become really, really, really very down and can't get up. And for some people, that's all they do. Parties come to power, they rise. Parties lose power, they fall. They come back again, they rise. That is no way of living. That's not, for me, entrepreneurship. Um, entrepreneurship for me is, is building a business by relying on some form of professionalism, service, excellence, product, excellence, and so on and so forth in a way that, that will allow you consistency in earning revenue, consistency in being in the business, in being able to thrive, and maybe even hopefully, hopefully make the business become bigger, better, 
more profitable. So my first lesson, shortcuts don't last. Shortcuts relying on somebody you know, bribery, kickbacks, elimination of competition, they don't last. And some of us, well, we suffer, 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 do the difficult things, and eventually you rise, eventually you succeed. And even if at some point you fall, you have learned the lessons, you've got the experience, and you can come back. Shortcuts don't last. Number two, the day does not end until the work is done and accounted for, including your reports. There is no rest for an entrepreneur. It's not like you can leave your business in the middle of the day and, and just walk away and think that you come back to the, 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 the next day, you haven't accounted for anything, and that life will go on. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work. It doesn't mean that an entrepreneur cannot enjoy life, take some time off, or go and rest every now and then. No, it doesn't mean that. What I'm saying is that important challenges that must be resolved now, today, and can be resolved must not be left for another day. You do that, the challenge would only get bigger and may cause you to lose your investment. And I tell people, even if you have a small kiosk and you sell milk, sugar, rice, sardines, whatever it is, if at the end of the day, you don't take stock. You just count your money and you go home. You come back the following day. How do you know that what you started off with minus what you sold? And sitting there is right. How do you know that, that, that someone hasn't stolen or taken some other things? How do you know that your inventory is correct. How do you know all of that? Unless, at the end of the day, you went around and took account, took inventory, took stock, to find out how many did I sell? How many are left? How much money do I have? What have I taken to the bank? Or what's in my cash drawer? What's in my safe? You must account for everything every day. Everything every day in order to be able to, to start off the following day um, with confidence, knowing what you have. And also, if you bump into a challenge, you, 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 you hit against a problem, and you say, ah, I can leave it. I'll come back tomorrow. I'll come back next week. Let me go relax. Let me go have a drink. Let me go and eat something somewhere. Well, you leave problems unsolved. You leave challenges not taken care of. That's your business going away. So, 
the day does not end for an entrepreneur until the work is done. And when I say the work is done and accounted for, I mean the whole work. And the whole work means at the end of the day, at the end of the period, accounting for, accounting for what you have done, what is left, what needs to be done, problems that need to be resolved. That's number two. We will end our discussion about entrepreneurship lessons learned. We got to lesson number two. So join me for the next episode where we will continue to discuss these lessons with lessons learned number three. This has been Fresh Matters and I am Papa Kwesi Endom. Thank you for listening to this episode of Fresh Matters. You can listen to all the other episodes wherever you get your podcasts. God bless you.